Welcome to the Backyards Convos. I'm Khadija. And I'm Shondor. And we just got back from having dinner with our excellent friends. Yeah, it was fun. I'm not going to lie. Having, uh, we had fish. We had smoked fish. That was the first time I had smoked fish. Yeah. I had folks smoked fish before, but never had it like that. That was really good. That smoky flavor was on point. I wish I had seasoning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, I don't think you really season fish that much. You know? No. Fish is its own thing. You know? It seems like they just put the fish on the grill. I think so. And then just let it go, which I is fine. So. But, I mean, like, I want some a little bit of salt. Did it taste like there was salt in there? I thought it tasted great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but we're getting your perspective, which is, like... I mean, you, you, you're a good seasoner, actually. I'm very good at seasoning. You're very good at seasoning, actually. Yeah. yeah. I've been talking about my seasoning. Yeah. <laughs> well, nothing. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, it was good. It was fun. It was nice just having a quick, you know, a nice meal with some friends. Mm-hmm. Low-key. Yeah. You know, it was, it was nice. It was nice. It was low-key. Ate some food, things like that. So. Yeah. And we got there early. We got there on time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I know. That's that crazy. Was, that was something else. Because I'm never, like, I'm always kind of late. That was really cool. <laughs> I'm always kind of late. Um, and it was so funny because I was already, like, showered and everything yeah. and got ready. And we're out of the house and we got there. And we made even a stop. Mm-hmm. And we got there, like, two minutes early. Yeah, was, it's, it's been a good day. Yeah. We got to chill, watch the movie, mm-hmm. watch some boondogs. We boondogs. did, yeah. <laughs> and then I cleaned. And then you cleaned. I yeah. cleaned. But we have a few things to do want to talk about today. Um, one, which we'll get into later on. Do you want to talk about that? We want to get into later on. Well, let's or? start with the list. Okay. The first one was the voice audition. Oh, the voice audition. Yeah. So I auditioned for the voice, and I didn't advance. But let me just tell you kind of backstory really quickly. So I had seen this like on Instagram where they said the voice, I guess Reba was gonna be the new person. I was like, that'd be kind of cool just to audition for it. Mm-hmm. And so I went to thevoice.com and I think this was maybe like ooh, maybe five days before like they actually had like, a time slot that you can like sign up for. Like I think it was the twenty seventh you're supposed to do it, or it was like five days before. And I was reading through everything, I was like, I don't know if I really want to sign up for this. Like there's too much information. Yeah. And then I did a uh, coin toss, as I do, because I I I can't make decisions <laughs> naturally. I have to just let, leave it to fate. Mm-hmm. So I just flip a coin. Heads was yes. Uh, tails was no. Mm-hmm. Land on heads. And I was like, yes. So then I said, okay, I'm going to do it. And then even at that point, I had like looked at it and didn't continue. And then like the following day, like the day before they, um, you're supposed to do like a virtual like uh, audition. audition. You have to have your camera on, so you did it on camera mm-hmm. and everything. Literally the day before I was supposed to like do the audition, I um, just signed up for everything, and then I spent like that day and a few days choosing a song, and I ended up going with a different song. By the way, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I was originally going with "Bleeding Love" by Liam Lewis, but then I went with um, Adele when we were young. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that was not a good choice because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get it in advance, but it's fine. But it's so funny because we signed, I set up and everything, and I thought it was going to be like, it was, you had to get one minute and 30 seconds to introduce yourself, some hobbies, and what song you're going to sing, and start singing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, shoot, I only have a minute and 30 seconds. So I get my computer, signed on, and then um, I did my first tie take, yeah. and then they gave you an option to redo. That's right. <laughs> I know we were talking about that, and I was like, listen, I want to go outside and do the audition. I don't want to distract you. And I'm like, how long should I be out there? I'm like, oh, it's 90 seconds. I'm like, okay, fine. 
So I'm out there for about 15, 20 minutes. Okay, 15. I, I was waiting for you to text me, and I was like, oh, she probably forgot. You know, I'll come back in because, you know, 90 seconds versus 15 minutes. And I guess I, I, I came back to <laughs> I had redone it so many times because yeah. I didn't like how it came out. And I was like, it was coming off a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it. You restarted that uh, audition more times than you restarted our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just I let it flow with the podcast, but with the audition, I was like, because I it was determined it was determined if I was going to move on and advance, and I guess it didn't really matter because I didn't yeah. advance. So sometimes you tried it, you know, you went out there mm-hmm. and tried something. You know? Yeah, that's what, that's the only that's the only thing that matters. It was a peak. Yeah, it was nice to have, like get like have something fun to look forward to. Um, it was fun to try it. I didn't go like I'm not going to the next level, but that's okay. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, next on our list. Oh, resumes. 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 Mm-hmm. That's what I was doing yesterday on my day off. And it's hard updating your resume. You spend your whole week, your whole, almost all your waking hours at your job, and then you sit down and have to describe what you do. It's, it's super hard. I was drawing a blank. I was sitting there looking at the screen like, what do I do? <laughs> and I had to like really think about that and then write it in a way that sells it. And it's like, you know, giving you information to someone who doesn't know you or your job. Yeah. And that, that's hard. Yeah. That's really hard. It's like I'm writing like a full-on like essay, and my resume is like almost three, four pages long. And I'm like, no one's going to sit through that. No one's going to sit through a four-page resume. <gasps> a four-page resume? Well, that's what it was originally. I started getting my ideas out there. I just kept getting longer and longer. Oh, my gosh. So I'm, I'm trying to describe in detail everything I do. I don't think anyone looks past a two-page resume. Yeah, two pages is the max. I think even two, two pages is pushing it. Like, you have to try to fit everything on that one page well, yeah, if you can. You never really sell it. And the other page is, you know, kind of like, you know, your education experience, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, you know, your skills. But if you describe it well enough in what you do, then that page is pretty much, it's not as important. Yeah. So. I usually do, like two bullet points for each job that I've had. Yeah, because I realize if I do more than that, I'm getting onto the second page. And that's fine if the second page has like, you know, references or has something that's really not important. That first page, I have to make sure I get everything in and within two points, just try to sell it as best as I can. And as I was writing out, I had like probably about eight or nine for my current position. Oh my gosh. But yeah, because it's like, when I was writing these, I'm like, okay, well, I do this job, but that's actually program management. That's mm-hmm. not manufacturing engineering. Yeah. So you have to kind of figure out what is important to what you're trying to do. Yeah. So, I don't know. I sent it out to my siblings for them to review and give me some feedback. You didn't send that to me. No. I, you, said, I sent it to you. Oh, you did send it to me. Yeah, and if you wanted to, you could have read it. Could have been. I didn't. No. <laughs> I'll send you mine so you can see yeah, what mine looked like. Because I literally try to sell it in a way that I really oversell it. Like when I was working at uh, Valvoline Institute Oil Change, I put like, I increased the sales of a company by 20%. You know what I mean? <laughs> because at Valvoline, it's like a jiffy loop. You go there, people come in there, you want to sell them like things like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. So even though I really wasn't like out there pitching myself, like. You did. You know, I did. Yeah. Stories. And the, but the, 
I was there for at least a year, so I'm saying I at least I increased it by 20 cents. Yeah. Just sounds about right. <laughs> I make a lot of some of the stuff up, but it just sounds so good. No, I I put increased sales by 20 percent and like. Contrib- you know what I mean? I just, yeah, I, you don't use the buzzwords. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing, too. That's what Bob was telling me yesterday was that, you know, yeah, you know, you can describe what you do, but if you don't have the buzzwords that keep it from getting filtered, yeah. then you're not going to get seen. Yeah. Someone told me that you have to use an AI generation, and what you have to do is make sure every single, what they're looking for is in your resume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What some people that I heard is that they um, they'll take the, uh, the job Description. Description mm-hmm. and paste that into the resume. That's what I was saying. And then um, hide that text. Yeah. So when they're searching for it, they're like, oh, wow, this resume has all the, all the talking points. Yeah. It's not on there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's fun. I mean, it's, it's a good act- activity to update your resume, even if you're not actively looking for a new job, but mm-hmm. just to kind of keep that relevant yeah. and also kind of remind yourself what you do and how much you do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you want to put that onto the universe, yeah, what's the worst that could happen there? Exactly, exactly. Uh, on that topic, do you want to do you have anything else you want to talk about your resume? I think that's about it. Well, in that topic of jobs, we have our. We're introducing a new segment to the podcast, mm-hmm. and it's called "Would You Would You Rather." Oh, which is worse? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was "Would You Rather." Um, which is worse? Having a shitty boss or shitty coworkers? Yeah, I think we had different opinions. We on did. That. I think you had want you were okay with having shitty bosses. No, no, no you were okay. No, oh no, no, you were okay with having shitty coworkers. Yeah. And I was okay with having shitty bosses. Yeah. And I, I think it's worse having a bad boss. I think it's worse having shitty coworkers. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, do you want me to go first? No, you, you can go first. No, because I want you to use my talking points. <laughs> Okay, so this is the reason why I feel like shitty coworkers are worse than shitty bosses. Okay. I worked with shitty bosses. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I like the most is like when you have a bunch of coworkers that also hate the shitty bosses, you guys can come together and hate on that boss together. And the camaraderie. Yes. The, the team, team together because we're like, oh, fuck that uh, boss or whatever, right? Oh, you with the language. I know. Oops. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like oh, we hate that boss. So we can equal. Yeah. We can all like group all of us. A big group of us. Swap stories. Stories and be like, oh, talk. Front of them behind their back. Uh-huh. That is fun. Yeah, but when you have like shitty coworkers, who are you gonna run to talk about your your problems with? <laughs> you, you can't talk about the shitty coworkers around your shitty coworkers. <laughs> well, that's what makes some coworkers really even worse uh-huh. is because if you do talk about someone to someone yeah and they start running their mouth about what you said yeah you're you know you're, you're on someone's bad list yeah. yeah so that's what i'm saying like i feel like just like how do you explain it like yeah i, I would hate to have shitty coworkers because then like who are you gonna go to at work am i gonna go to my boss and be like hey yeah we're gonna talk about <laughs> our shitty coworkers. <laughs> you know what complain mean? about your coworkers to you your know boss. I, I like the idea of having a bunch of people together that we can all agree on saying yeah this boss is shitty or whatever we don't yeah. like this boss but to be like oh damn you have a bunch of shitty coworkers, and you're like i don't know who you're like isolated. yeah you're isolated that's what I'm dealing with in my workspace, and like you, <laughs> I hate. I don't like having shitty coworkers. But why do you like that you think is shitty bosses is worse? Well, because now you got a guy who's above you or a gal. Let's be mm-hmm. 
you know, politically correct. Now you got a person who's directly above you who determines whether or not you get paid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if that, that boss decides that they don't like you, if your your image isn't good in that boss's eyes, then you're unemployed. Now you're not getting money. Now you're not getting, you know, you're kind of just out in the cold yeah. because a boss doesn't like you. you yeah. Know? But I mean, you can, I mean, yeah, actually I understand that too, actually. Like from a financial point of view, like you can go to work and, you know, you have coworkers that you don't like. That's fine. You just say good morning to them. You don't talk to them for the rest of the day. But if you got a boss who's like, how should I get rid of this person? And they're mm, scheming. Actively. They're trying to roll up on you and they're scheming yeah. to get you. And, you know, they can't just decide you know, on a whim, thou shalt not be employed. Yeah. They have to go through the procedure. and have some reasons. Justification. Mm -hmm. But if they don't like you, they can be out there compiling data. And then when the time comes to strike, maybe you didn't do anything particularly wrong, but they compiled enough data, mm -hmm. then you're in trouble. That actually, I, it's so funny because where I work right now, we have a new person and she actually just got fired on Friday, by the way, but we have a new person and it's the same thing. Like if you, your boss doesn't like you, yeah. there will be, but she's um, new. So she has like a three month time period before they can actually oh, let you go probation. without yeah, probation. Yeah. So she's on probation for like, I think she was only been working there for like maybe a month. Okay. Yeah. She thinks she starts September 1st and like. Today's the thirtieth, so she didn't even make it past the boy. Yeah, I know it's crazy, but uh, so literally, like, if the bosses don't like you, and the co the coworkers don't like you, and then they the bosses here, and the bosses now don't like you, mm -hmm. now they can fire you, yeah. and that's exactly what happened to her. She got fired. And to your point, if the coworkers don't like you, they can be scheming on you. Yeah. You know, or they can be you know talking to the boss mm -hmm. about you. Yeah. And maybe your boss is still a pretty good person. Yeah. But if they're getting like coworkers scheming on you, trying to get rid of you, then that's also going to jeopardize your job. Yeah. So they're both, that's what I'm saying. Like they're both like bad. Like they're having a horrible boss and having a horrible coworkers are horrible bad, really bad. But I feel like, in my opinion, having shitty coworkers is just worse. Like uh, for emotionally. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Emotionally. Yeah. But financially, I would take a dozen coworkers I don't like versus one boss that don't like me. Do you think it's just a, it's a, it's like a because we're both male and female? Maybe that's the reason why I would like choose our decision because you said financially, yeah. like it's bother it bothers you to like have the idea of like you'll be out of a job and for me it's emotional or whatever. Maybe hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, I also I'm like you. I like to go to work and feel good. Yeah. I like to feel good about things and people mm -hmm. I work with. I like that's a big part because you're there. For almost all your waking hours. Mm -hmm. Like, that's really like, they always, you know, they keep that cliche, oh, we're a family. Like, <laughs> I hate when they use that word, and everyone knows. That's not true. Like, we're in a family in the sense that most of us don't like each other. Okay. You know, but I mean, you, they, the truth in that is that you spend more time with these people than with your actual family. Yeah. And when you do see your actual family, you're all burned out and drained and tired. So the family you your real family, they get what's left what? after you get chewed up mm -hmm. at work. You know what I hate the most? And this coworker that just got fired, literally, like, they will, the, the office, like, when they want to hire you, mm -hmm. the amount of bullshit, oh, yeah. the amount of bullshit they will just tell you, yeah. oh, we're family here, oh, we're nice here. We have a positive workplace. Place. Like, no, <laughs> I, we actually have another new hire, um, and literally I overheard saying, yeah, we're nicer here, and I'm like, 
Hell no! You literally just fired someone a couple of days ago. Like the lies, the bullshit that they are willing and like outright. Yeah. Wanting to tell people. Like the onboarding process, everyone's your friend, and we're flexible. We'll accommodate your needs. We understand the work-life balance. Day two, you know, what, what are you doing? Why aren't you here earlier? You know, like it's like it's you know, of course you got to be responsible, and professional, but. The attitudes change once you sign that contract. That's you yeah. Own it, essentially, <laughs> essentially. Like, yeah, you want to keep living in the house. <laughs> you like not being homeless, right? I'm now <laughs> trying to think like which one's worse, like getting like a salesperson or like when you first get want to get hired. Like I don't know. I'm just not trying to go on a rampage, but I was just thinking like salespeople they will literally tell you when you want to buy a car, whatever the heck you want to yeah, hear. Yeah literally whatever the heck you want to hear, they will say it. And then when you buy that car and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And that's <laughs> with the onboarding process. Whoever is doing that, they are trying to sell you. Yes. But then the whole point of that is that you don't realize that you're being sold. Sometimes you're not. No, because you're just excited about getting a job. Yeah. 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 Especially on the onboarding process, everything's just wonderful here. Not yeah. Enough. XYZ corporate family, you know, because <laughs> they're trying to get you in that door because they need they need you to work there. Yeah. They need bodies. They need people to do the jobs that they're not going to do. Exactly. And so, yeah, of course you have to make it. It's like, you know, first date versus 10 years of marriage. <laughs> that happens over the course of a single day. Yeah, yeah, literally. The first day you get hired, you there's a day when you realize, oh, no. I like when they do the tour when you first join. Yeah. And they're walking you around, introducing the people over <laughs> I can't tell you how quickly we have a new hire, and they're like, "Hi, I hope so glad you're here." Blah blah blah. blah. And I'm like, "Lord Jesus, I feel so bad when this new hire finds out." <laughs> like, like, I wish I could hold up a sign like, yeah. "Don't work here." <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 it's difficult when we get a new hire. Yeah, so I was like, "Bro, run." <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want to hold up a sign like, hey, listen, I'm telling you, don't do not do it. Don't yeah. do it. Just, just walk back to your car. When they introduce new hires to me, my new, my new like, lines, and be like, hey, how are you doing? I'm with Shondor. Things are not bad for you, huh? <laughs> Things are, you got, you got this low. This, <laughs> this was... How did you end up here? <laughs> or even better, what are you in for? <laughs> how much time do you got it's so funny though because i have walked off in, of a job yeah. and i've i've only worked i remember there's one specific job where i got hired that day and by the lunchtime i was i did yeah, <laughs> i have a lot of people have that story too where they have like where they literally like will go in for the job and like by like the end of the day or like two weeks in like you get like a how to explain it like there was a video I literally saw where people was like, well, how was the, what was the longest time you've been at a job? Yeah. I remember. I remember it distinctly. It was a call center job. I was really excited. I got hired. And then I joined them, and they were going over everything that needed to be done, like the mm -hmm. sales things and how you get this and how you do that. And you're what you're doing, you're calling people. Collect, it was collections. You're calling people oh. to – Yeah, you're calling people to where's make – Yeah, where's my money? Nice. And you know people don't answer those stuff. <laughs> you, not if they, if they know that they don't recognize them, they're not going to answer that. Yeah. And you have to make the sales and you have to do that. And I stayed there, I think, until – was it lunchtime? 
<laughs> I think it was lunchtime. I think I clocked out for lunch and just never came back. <laughs> I was there for three hours. <laughs> I was there for three hours. <laughs> exactly. And then I'm trying to think that, like, I think they called me and then I just never showed up. <laughs> I was like, not gonna happen. <laughs> I just ghosted them. I was like, I, it was that job. Just I just so knew. I just I just never showed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened I've seen that happen like I've heard people talk, say that so many times where they've like been to a job and they've only been there for like maybe a week or a day or two there was this one story this lady said that she started working at this place and these new guys were like uh, fresh meat she, they were like oh fresh meat and then she said that was it for her she was like I'm out. I don't want to find out what fresh meat means I don't want to know <laughs> she never showed up and I was like but it's so funny though, like what like offices will tell you yeah. to like get you reeling them in, and then like if you find out like you don't like it, you better leave as quick as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, in my opinion, I think having shitty like coworkers are worse. In my opinion, yeah, I mean, that's just me. I yeah. I like to like because my job is art. The job that I work at currently is already hard in itself, like on its own without like the coworkers being involved or anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like the job itself, like takes brain work and then to be mixed in with like coworkers who are giving bad energies and giving like focus. Right. right, And now you're making mistakes. You know what I mean? I would much rather live work in an environment where like, okay, if the job is hard in itself, I feel like the coworkers should be like, there should be more understanding. Yeah, and more like happy because you, I can't have both. I can't. I can't have both. I can't have the job being hard, the coworkers being shitty, and then the boss. You know, the boss is nice. Actually, the bosses are nice, but I can't. Doesn't I got? I can't have two. I out of three, I need to have just one shitty. <laughs> one of the three can only be shitty. I can either have a shitty boss and my job being easy and my coworkers are nice. I can have shitty coworkers, but the job's easy and the the boss is nice. Or I can have the job being hard and the coworkers are nice and the boss is nice. I can't have two. I can't do two. Like you can't give me two. You can't give me. I can't have a shitty boss and the job being hard. Or I can't have a shitty coworker and the job being hard. We can't do both. Well, it's funny because most places and most people you talk to, they get all three. They get all three. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing a job that mm-hmm. requires skill and you know knowledge and experience, that, that's going to be a hard job. Yeah. And, you know, most of the time, everyone you work with are trying to get paid just like you. Mm-hmm. And there is going to be some competition, some rivalry. Because when the, you know, chopping time comes, mm-hmm. they would rather be you that gets asked other than, rather than, other than them. Yeah. So your coworkers are already going to have that competitive edge to it. Mm-hmm. And usually for a boss to be a boss, they generally have to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. And they generally have to be the people that get, you know, pr- you know prod people to get them moving faster. Because mm-hmm. that's what bosses do. Yeah. I mean, it's not a very really good boss who just sits down and goes, oh, come into work when you feel like it. And if you get bored, go home. You know, you don't, you, that's not how you become a boss. No, and I agree. I agree. So I didn't mean to cut you off. But I feel like shitty bosses for me are no big deal. There, there's no big, I don't have any problem with shitty bosses. I can do bosses being like really just like, assholey or whatever but i can't deal with coworkers being assholey because i'm like fuck there's too many of you to be assholey <laughs> and i can't deal with too many assholey people i can deal with one or two asshole people but like have a whole group of shitty people just yeah. sounds like it just yeah no i can't i would rather have like the boss being like an asshole no i can do it i can get behind that that's just me 
but yeah, you're right. There's, there's people who have like all three, um, that like, you know, shitty boss, shitty coworker and the job is hard, but listen, if I can choose, if I can choose my dream job, I would choose the job being hard only, or, uh, I can have only one. I can have the shitty boss, shitty co. If I had to choose, like I had to actually like, formally, I'll have shitty boss and the job being hard, but the co have to be super nice. What did you put on your resume? <laughs> one and return to the sender. Yeah, you your resume. Like, okay, yeah, hard job. Yeah, I don't. Mean, at the end of the day, you don't usually get to pick these things. No, you don't. You, you know, never even know. Like, we're very fortunate to have jobs at all. Yes. I mean, it's getting rough out there, and mm-hmm. things are already so expensive. Yes. And so we're very fortunate to have jobs, and, you know, I'm just going to be grateful for that. I mean, like, complain a lot. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, no one, I mean, very rarely there's jobs out there that are, like, super, like, amazing everything. You're never going to find a job. Like, let's be real. I feel like jobs in prison are kind of similar. They're t- they feel like survivalism. they're hand in hand. At the end of the mm-hmm. day, it's just survivalism. Yeah. When you get down to it, at the jobs, people would rather you not be there than they not be there. Yeah. And so, you you know, you got to always keep that in mind. Even if, you know, no matter who you're working with, keep that in mind. Yeah. You know, because it's a job. It's survivalism. It's mm-hmm. like you're hunting like a gazelle in the desert. Mm-hmm. You know, I would rather be the one that gets the gazelle. Right. Yeah, no, I understand that portion. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I get that. It's just like, I... Some people just don't need to be so rude about it. All the time. Yeah. Like, like 300, oh. you know, like, seven days a week. You can't always be shitty yeah. every single day. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Give it a rest. Yeah. Well, I think that just about wraps it up. All right. But also go and check out our Instagram. Our Instagram handle is Backyards Convos Podcast. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Repeat that again. I kind of stepped on that. Yeah. The Instagram handle is Backyards Convos Podcast. There is two other um, Instagrams with similar names, but we're Backwards Convos Backyards Convos. Backyards Convos the regular way. (laughs) (laughs) Podcast. So go check us out. Um, If you like it, please share. All right. Stay cool. Be cool. See you guys next week.